Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. Yes, talk about fanfare. That was it. And that was done for one reason only, because of you. Y-O-U, E-W-E. The reason you tuned in is because you care the most in the world about you. And this show is all about you, because it's designed to give you the ability to become the best you possible. Because when you're the best you possible, you create more harmony and health and happiness and joy in the world. And that's why we're here. We work with the three fundamentals of life. One, that life has a purpose. Your life has a purpose. And the result of that is you can go mad. And in this case, mad is a great acronym. It stands for go make a difference. And you can do that by unlocking the power and the secrets of everyday terms and words, which we'll be working with. And we'll be laughing our way through joy in this particular session because you're going to encounter three of the most joy-filled, laugh-filled, loving beings that walk the planet at the moment. So get ready. And remember... This is brought to you through the magical, mystery, mysterious platform called Internet Radio, hosted by K4HD.com. That's K4HD.com. You can find us on the web, and you can send in questions, and we'll be happy to answer them. We get hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people around the world at this very moment. 263,917 people are listening along with you to this show. Why? because they care about themselves. You have tuned in to The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, Barry Shore, barryshore.com. And if you ever miss a moment of the show, you don't want to do that. And you want to listen again, and you really want to do that for this one. And you want to share this show with other people, with family, with friends, especially people, by the way, who are not your friends, or people who you think you don't like, or they don't like you, especially this show you're going to share because you do that, you build a bridge, you build a bridge, you create harmony, you create more harmony in the world than you create the kind of world you want to live in. And that's why we're here. So go to barryshore.com and you can find this show and all the information that's going to be given to you through this amazing process called The Joy of Living. 
Now, on the show, those people who've been with us for more than a couple of years, over 250,000 of you on a regular basis, and you know that we work with something called acronyms. Now, acronym is either the first letter of every word of a phrase or a word itself. We break down its component parts so you can find the positive, powerful, purposeful, pleasant aspect of everyday words and terms. As a simple example, www. Now, if you ask somebody what it means, it stands for, they'll tell you it's something to do with the internet. And factually speaking, that's correct. But on this show and in this world that we live in, WWW stands for, drumroll, fanfare, da-da-da-da, what a wonderful world. And what a is a word, W-H-A-T-A. And thank you to wonderful Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, for enabling that song, What a Wonderful World, to go worldwide and touch tens, if not hundreds of millions of people. And whenever you think of that song, of course, you start to smile. And smile itself is one of the most important acronyms that you will ever learn. Put it in your tummy, think about it, and repeat it regularly. Smile, S-M-I-L-E, stands for seeing miracles in life every day. (laughs) Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, invariably, I have people ask me, okay, Barry Shaw, that's very nice, but I'm awake now for hours. I haven't seen any miracles yet. And I ask them, hello, are you here? Well, yeah. Well, guess what? Millions of people didn't wake up this morning. Are you able to hear this show? Yes. Not everybody can hear. Can you see? Can you walk? Can you talk? Can you have clean water? Miracles upon miracles. And when you think of that, you say, wow. Wow, it was a great acronym. One stands for words of wisdom or words of wonder. And when you begin to think this way, use your brain, we all have a brain, which has 100 billion cells, and it's connected with a trillion synapses, and your thoughts move at the speed of light. All of that is not just to find out or ask which brand of ice cream you want. It's to create these powerful, wonderful, beautiful, purposeful, pleasant thoughts. Because when you do that, you become a pot advocate, which I am. I'm a pot advocate. Pot stands for the power of thought. When you use that to create the world you want to live in, you're creating a better world. And CREATE itself is a great acronym, which stands for Causing Rethinking, Enabling All to Excel. And when you do that... You're making the world a better place. And the two most productive words that you could ever use to make this world a better place are thank you. Thank. Thank you. Thank is an acronym that stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, everyone, underlying capital that you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, Be kind, always. The Dalai Lama is said to have written, and I've heard him say it, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. (laughs) And you hear that laugh? That's Dalai Lama laugh. But it's also the kind of laugh that's going to be in your innards for the next 48 minutes because you're going to meet laugh masters. Yes. So I just want to tell you about Three amazing people. Before I do, just be aware that to say thank you on a regular basis, a minimum of three times a day, 
brings you, if you do it consciously and conscientiously, brings you into the category of human being, not just a rote, human being, consciously and conscientiously, thank you. You just ordered a cup of coffee, you paid for it even, say thank you. Someone held the door open for you, thank you. Someone didn't hold the door open for you, thank you. Someone cut you off in traffic, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night, you stub your toe, thank you. Thank you. That brings harmony and networks kindness in the world. Now, there are a few things that I can think of, a few people that I can think of who network kindness in a more vocal and animated way than the three people you're about to meet. Their names are simple and wonderful. Their beings are so ethereal that it's amazing that they still have physical bodies. And I'm gonna ask them to say a big hello world to 263,917 people as I introduce to you Jan and Rachel and Sarah. Beautiful beings, please say hello to 263,917 people throughout the world. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> I, I am telling you, and without exaggeration, we could continue the show with laughter for the next 48 minutes. I know because I have been a student of Sarah's and I'm a student of Jan and Rachel's, although not physically, because I wasn't in the same room, but certainly with Sarah. So what I'd like to do now is gonna, with the briefest of introductions, introduce you to these three beings. Now, it happens to be that two of them are identical twins, but, and they're both women. The, and two of them are married, and they're a man and a woman. And we have to say that in today's world. Uh, and um, two of them that are married live in one city. The one who is the other person, uh, Jan, uh, not Jen, sorry, Sarah lives in Sarah. a different city. And so we're in three different time zones throughout the United States of America. But everybody understands that we are worldwide. Matter of fact, half of our listening audience is outside the United States of America. So what I'd like to do is start just by saying that what we're going to be discussing and physically feeling and talking about tonight, this very, I don't know, it's not night, it happens to be night at the moment where they are, but during this daytime show, we're going to be speaking about laugh and laughter. Now, let me just set things up. To say the word laugh is a great acronym because laugh in my acronym dictionary stands for love always unifies grace and harmony. Love always unifies grace and harmony. So without further ado, I'd like to open it up. Whoever would like to speak first, one of the identical twins or the mountain man with the buzzsaw in his hand, Please, I'm opening up. Talk to us about why laughter really is the best medicine. Well, I'm going to chime right in there, Gary. This is Sarah from Minneapolis. And I, I have Minneapolis. I, it's so great to be here. And I actually love that you do acronyms because I have a laughter acronym myself. And so for me, laugh is looking always upward gleefully. <laughs> yeah, we love it. <laughs> yeah. So 
I do believe very much with every fiber of my being that laughter is the best medicine. Not only is it being researched by scientists all over the world more and more, but if you've ever experienced good, hearty laughter, you know in yourself that you feel good. You just may not yet be aware of all the science behind it. And what I try to do is teach people how to access that laughter anytime, anywhere, whether they think something's funny or not, and whether they think they deserve laughter or not. And we'll dig into that a little deeper, but that's what laughter is for me, looking always upward gleefully. <laughs> Thank you. Wonderful, Sarah. Now, you have an identical twin. Is that correct? I do. And what and is her name? Her name is Rachel, and I have trained her as a laughter yoga leader, and she is helping me co-write a laughter book. So laughter yoga leader, uh, Rachel, would you please come in and speak to us? I want to do one little thing, though. Um, I'm sure Rachel will mention it, but it's so interesting how identical twins do things that are not necessarily identical in the sense that they both have professions that begin with the letter L, um, mm-hmm. It happens to be that Sarah took the route called laughter, even though she had other training as well. Of course, she's an MA in adult education, and she's a certified laughter yoga instructor, and she's one of the more famous uh, photographers in the world. But Rachel took the, the course called legal, lawyer. And if you talk about lawyer and laughter in the same breath, I guess it can cause you laughter. But would you please tell us, Rachel, what it is about the law that caused you to become a laughter instructor? Well, that's such a great question. Um, I am a, um, a recovering lawyer. Uh, I actually worked in law for, I guess, six years. I did labor law and I did medical malpractice prevention for physicians. And um, I would say that it was a very stressful job. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the reality (laughs) of, oh, yes. (laughs) It's such an interesting thing because one of the gigantic benefits of laughter, as we know, stress takes an enormous, enormous toll on the body. And laughter actually can lower cortisol levels and can lower that stress and turn it around, flood your body with endorphins and make you feel good, even just by smiling, but all the more so by laughing and spreading that uh, well-oxygenated, flooded endorphin cells throughout the body. So the stress of the law um, was something I was very happy to leave behind. And... I had my own resistance to laughter for many, many years, and through the process of becoming a trained laughter yoga leader and really shadowing Sarah for a number of years and having the opportunity to uh, be her assistant at a laughter lab recently in Las Vegas at the huge IMEX convention uh, in North, the, the biggest uh, event planner conference in North America, the more time I spend with Sarah under her, really, she's such a great model of how to make this completely fun and uh, that's really how I got there is I I led a stressed out life and Sarah actually created a call because she couldn't laugh with me in person five years ago she created a call so she could laugh with me on the phone and now she's laughed with 500 people on her weekly call 
Oh, that is so wonderful. I just want to pick up on something that uh, wonderful Rachel just said and then make a, a comment. Uh, that is that she said the word fun. Now, those people who have listened to this show for a, a while know that my favorite for I do use, I have to tell you in advance, wonderful people, uh, to this is for Jan, Rachel, and Sarah, you should know, I do use a four-letter F-U word, and I use it frequently, uh, liberally throughout the show. And I'm going to use it right now because it is fun. You said it yourself, wonderful Rachel. Fun. F-U, capital N, capital N, fun. So I say to you, F-U, Rachel. And I also want to point out something. I'm, actually, I'm going to ask the question. Rachel and Sarah, who is older and by how much, by how long? Rachel's older by two minutes. Okay, so this is really, to me, very fascinating. First of all, two minutes in birth as we, we I'm a guy, what do we know? But we know that, you know, talking two minutes is, is um, that's like five days. Uh, but the point is that here you have identical twins, sisters, and oftentimes there could be, how should we say it, uh, stress and differences and such. And yet you see that Rachel is willing and completely able to say, okay, um, the law is not where I want to be. I love laughing. I love you. Teach me. What an amazing power, not just of Rachel and Sarah, but the power of laughter. You see what it does? It can literally make the ego go and therefore enable you to open up and become the best you possible, which is what you want. Bravo, bravo to Rachel and to Sarah. And again, a big F you. Now, I will say to you, wonderful Rachel, that in our world, the world of acronyms and everything we do is positive, powerful, purposeful, and pleasant. And I'm going to introduce Jan with that little riff, is that we take the word law and we say law stands for love and wisdom. And I think you gained both by being in the law and emerging from it. With that, I'd like to introduce this wonderfully amazing man that carries around a buzzsaw wherever he goes, even if he's going to a cocktail party. And that is wonderful Jan. <laughs> hey, Jan, talk to us. Who be you and what do you what do you do in life in addition to pruning and trimming trees and and living a hundred feet up above the earth? Well, besides that, I am, I have declared myself and created myself as the Smile Master of wow. Atlanta, Georgia. What's the Smile Master? I carry with me in my phone pouch on my side the smile cards that you have created. And I am committed to giving away a thousand of them every six months. And people will walk into the bank and on the teller's window, they'll see that card and they'll go, oh, Siegelman was here, wasn't he? <laughs> Jan, the man who's never been pinned, by the way. Tell us about what you do in life to help nurture young beings, especially boys. Right. Well, I've, I've coached a high school wrestling team for oh, 25 or so years now. And uh, I was a wrestler in high school and college. And I, let me put it this way. These boys learn how to sweat and struggle and sometimes even get a bloody nose and not quit. And that produces what I call a man, a man who will commit himself to life 
and not give up when things get tough and even be able to smile and enjoy fixing the flat tire or enjoy dancing in the rain instead of complaining about the weather. No, people complain? Come on, that doesn't happen in our world. (laughs) Not in my world. (laughs) So this is wonderful. We got the Smile Master and identical twins who are the laughter experts in the world. Now, just because we're on internet radio doesn't mean we don't have sponsors. So we're going to do a short break right now. Stay in the edge of your seats, everybody, because we're going to come back with Jan and Rachel and Sarah, and we're going to rock your world with laughter that you've never felt before from the Hit of your tummy right up through your throat and out your eyeballs. So be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Now, how do I know you're good-looking? Because you're always looking for the good. Are you living in joy? Are you fully fulfilled at work? Do you ever get upset by traffic? Well, if you're living the great life, great. If not, I can show you in six minutes a day how to live in joy daily. Just go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com. Six minutes a day, download the 11 strategies, and you will learn how to live in joy daily. And it's free, or your money back. Absolutely free, or your money back. Go to barryshore.com, www, first, stands for what a wonderful world. Best wishes, bye now. beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have found good in abundance with amazing Rachel and Sarah and Jan. These are people who live the life that you dream about. It's called living the life of laughter and infusing others with the goodness that comes out of it. I'd like to talk now about something called a smile up, which I will presume for the moment is something like a push up, but it's more about the internal workings of your spiritual and physical self. And wonderful Sarah, would you be kind enough to tell us what a smile up is or what smile ups are and um, how to and instruct us in them even? All right. Well, a smile-up is a gateway to laughter. When I do my laughter sessions, I recognize that people are sometimes a little hesitant, even resistant. And if I tell them that I'm about to teach them how to laugh on purpose, they're already judging whether they can do it or not or whether they should. So to start with, I ask everyone to just look at someone else or look at a mirror if you're by yourself and make a great big smile. And so I would invite your listeners to do this Right now, as they're listening, if they're listening together with someone else, look at the other person. Okay. Smile, a great big smile. I and am. If you're right, <laughs> you're right. And that's exactly what already happens. You start to laugh. Wow. We, 
You realize what you yeah. just did? You infused 263,911, because there are six people who haven't done it yet, 263,911 people who are smiling and laughing around the world. Yay, Sarah, I'm tell so us more. I'm so excited about that. Oh, my God. That, just, that gives me laughter giggles all over. That's just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> smile, let's do it. Let's smile do up, it. Smile up. Change your life in this way. Just smiling. Just a physical act of raising those corners of your mouth into a big grin sends endorphins to your brain. And it says to your brain, hey, brain, feel better. Hey, brain, stress hormones, take a hike. I don't need you right now. And so you're, sh- you're shedding the, the inhibitions. You're shedding the stress. And you're already feeling better just to smile. And then we relax our face because we want to stretch these cheek muscles. And we're not frowning. We're just relaxing and letting the smile go. And then we're going to do it again. And so we're just going to do 10 of those every morning when you first wake up. And it just starts you on the right foot. It starts you feeling good. And I hope you're continuing to do it as I talk. So let's oh, I am. I a am. couple more. Yay, so teach. I am. Feel, yes. feel those cheek muscles stretch and then you can relax and stretch oh. again. Oh. It's so good. Yeah. Normally, normally on my Monday morning calls, we go through 10 of them with some motions. But I think for your listeners, what I really want to tell you is if you do these smile ups to start your day, you start feeling happier. Part of it's the intentionality and the mindfulness about it. But let's say that you're on your way to work and if you're driving and you're running late and now there's a traffic jam or if you're in the subway and the subway stops because there's a malfunction or whatever transportation you might be using and you find yourself in a stressful moment, our natural response for most of us is to clench our knuckles and get stressed and maybe no, you might curse a no, little uh, no. For these over 250,000 people listening, I want to help you to arrive where you're going, not just safer, but happier. Because if you can relax the knuckles and instead of getting stressed, do some smile-ups. Look around. The people looking at you are going to laugh. And I have a nurse friend of mine who has a husband who has cancer, and she knows what I do. And one morning, I had been talking with her about laughter yoga. We had been doing some smile-ups, and she texted me and said, this morning I was feeling teary-eyed, even though normally I'm pretty positive. So I did 10 smile-ups on my way to work, and I've laughed the whole rest of the day just thinking about how everybody was looking at me. So I highly recommend smile-ups to help you get through the stressful moments. And even at the end of your work day, even if you live alone, do 10 smile-ups before you walk in the house because you deserve your best person too. And leave the stress of the day behind you and walk in the door ready for whatever is waiting you and ready to bring your best self. And whatever's waiting for you is something that is filled with joy. Outstanding. Thank you. I'd like to ask Rachel if she would talk to us about laughter yoga. Even though, Sarah, you're the master and you studied with the founder of laughter yoga, Dr. Madan Kataria, but I don't think people even know that it exists. Rachel, would you be willing, or Jan, to talk to us about laughter yoga? Yes, so I I began to help Sarah make a keychain for a, uh, an event she was having. And then we were going to turn that into a book. 
And I started doing a lot of research and I researched Madan Kataria and I found it to be beyond fascinating. Laughter yoga is really got nothing to do with yoga, except for there's a little bit of deep yogic breathing at the end of some deep belly laughs. But it's intentional, purposeful laughter without anything needing to be funny. And how it started is that Madan Kataria was writing a newspaper or a magazine, a medical magazine for lay people. And he decided to do an article about laughter as the best medicine. And he read about Norman Cousins. Norman Cousins was a medical journalist for the Saturday Review back in the 1960s. And he contracted a deadly virus that they told him he would have six months to live. And because he was a medical editor, he understood from some previous articles he had written or seen that um, the body can internalize negative emotions and negative emotions cause negative impacts on the body. So he theorized that if that's the case with negative emotions, I bet the same thing would be true of, true of positive emotions. By the way, so I, want to, I want to interrupt you for one moment only because I want to, you see, you live this. I just want to put this in context for everybody. Everybody out there listening around the world, what Rachel is describing to you is so powerful because you you heard her words and it just flowed beautifully. But when Norman Cousins, sitting here now in Westwood, California, right around the corner from where I live, and with a disease that his doctors told him would kill him within a matter of months, he posited that if the negative could cause dis-ease, which is what we call disease, in other words, putting the body in the wrong position, then positive aspects could release the body from dis-ease and create ease and therefore dissipate this deadly virus within him. Now, that's a major leap in thinking and in doing. So I just want to put it in context for everybody again, Rachel, because then please continue with the narrative so we understand that this person is on death's doorstep by every doctor that he went to see and some of the best, most caring doctors in the world. And yet Norman Cousins made a leap that turned out to be life-saving. Yes, totally. What happened is he said, I'm going to combine a fierce will to live because I'm not ready to die, hope, belief, and laughter and I'm going to use that recipe, plus I'm checking myself out of this hospital. I've got my doctor's partnership. I'm going to go off all my medication. He did mega, mega doses of vitamin C, and he laughed himself to good, sleep, to good health. It took him, not, it wasn't a quick overnight thing. It was many months and gradual, but he went on to live 25 years after the six-month sentence that he was given. And... What, before he actually left the hospital, what he did is he brought in movie projectors and candid camera and Marx Brothers movies, and 10 minutes of deep belly laughing got him two hours of pain-free sleep. That's remarkable when you think of it. Sleep is critical for the body, and he was able to go off all his pain medication and self-soothe himself with laughter. Now, we can do that today. 
<laughs> and this is what Dr. Madan Kataria, where, who was living where? I'm presuming from, by the name, it sounds like he's from the Orient. Is that correct? From India. From India, okay. yeah. So here you have Dr. Madan Kataria in the subcontinent of India researching this interesting, happens to be Jewish man who was a um, the toast of the town in his particular profession in Hollywood and New York, uh, who had cured himself and wrote one of the greatest books on this process, by the way, which I recommend to everybody, and there's uh, some YouTubes about Norman Cousins and such. And Dr. Kataria is researching this and saying, wait a minute, why keep this as an isolated case? Why not use this as a mechanism potentially for creating what we'll call now laughter yoga in the sense that like you pointed out it's not necessarily yoga but yoga means the ability to put oneself in position of regeneration and now he creates something called laughter yoga which Rachel and Sarah are teaching, and Buzzsaw Jan is harmonizing, you know, with his uh, his other uh, tree saw and such, and spreading this throughout the world. What an amazing story! This is fantastic. Thank you. And you were talking this about breathing. What does breathing have to do with the laughter? Well, before we say what it has to do, well, let's do it like this. Everybody, take a deep breath. And okay. as you exhale, instead of blowing out and making a sound, we certainly want you to make a sound, but let's just make the sound ha. And so d big inhale and exhale. <laughs> and as you do that, as you do that, you're contracting all of the muscles in your body because as your diaphragm contracts, Yes. It's in the center of your body and all the other organs of your body get massaged from that contraction. And so that's one of the reasons why it's such a healthful thing for every part of your body. And it's why the benefits just go on and on and on. This is so wonderful. I'm going to ask Jan. Um, as the person who lives about 100 feet up as he's trimming trees and pruning and smelling that fresh Georgia air. Do you do your laughter when you're up there, or do you have to um, do other things to concentrate? Well, while I'm up in that tree, I do have to concentrate, especially when the wind's blowing. But uh, there's a couple of things I want to touch upon, which is attitude. For example, I heard somebody before say something about traffic. So I've decided that there is no such thing as traffic. And what I'm looking what I'm looking at out there is a whole bunch of human beings and they're all up to something and whatever they're up to is important to them. And God put some of them in front of me and some of them behind me. And I'm not going to sit there and complain about human beings being in my presence. I'm just going to relax yeah! and enjoy the journey. <laughs> Whoa. Now, journey I've also gets decided, great work. Yes. Right. And I've also decided there's no such thing as bad weather. There's just that's insufficient clothing. Yes, of course. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> well, along, along those lines, can I just chime in something? Oh, right. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, let me, let's, let's hear that chime. Let me hear a chime. All right. Chime. 
Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, right along with that attitude, my favorite quote by Irving Berlin, although I've also heard it attributed to someone else, is life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how we respond. And yeah. I think that that's so important and that really has, um, has choreographed my entire journey with laughter yoga because we don't have to wait until something is judged to be good for us or things going in life the way we anticipated. We just get to respond like your miracles. Like, Jan, I love what you just said about traffic and weather. That's just fabulous. Um, it's, it's just all our choice. How do we show up? And paying attention is part of showing up. Oh, it's even, yeah. more, it's even yes. more than choice. We actually have a divine power. We have the, like no other living creature in the world, we have the power to create. And we create with speech. And I create myself by simply declaring myself the smile master. I yes. declare that there's no such thing as traffic and that's all human beings out there. And then I live into my declaration. So I actually create myself as being. I create the being part of human being. Who am I going to be today? I am going to be wonderful and glorious and friendly and smile at everybody that I come across. I get to say, I don't get to say necessarily what my circumstances will be, but who I'm going to be in the face of my circumstances. That's where my power lies. And that is why I am a pot advocate. Now you might say, wait a minute. I didn't know you were a pot advocate, Mr. Shore. Yes, I am. Because pot is an acronym that stands for power of thought. There thank you go, you, baby. Thank you, Wonderful. As you heard before we began the show, CREATE is one of the great acronyms of the world. CREATE stands for causing rethinking. This is what Jan just taught us. Causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. So when Jan is 100 or 30 or 50 or 10 feet in the air and he's pruning and trimming trees and has a buzzsaw in his hand, he is one with the tree. He's one with the air. He is being, and it doesn't mean he's a B-E-E. -E. He's a B-E-I-N-G. He is a being. Now, it happens to be the good news for all the people around the world listening that um, all three of these amazing beings are wonderful, beautiful, loving Jewish people, as am I. And we have a, an amazing holiday that's coming up very soon called the beginning of the year, Rosh Hashanah, and also has another day in it called Yom Kippur, which is oftentimes uh, mistranslated as at uh, atonement, the day of atonement. And I want to just use what Jan just said to emphasize that really it's we've got to break that word up into three parts. It's called the day of at one -ment. at one mint. And as you mentioned, I think it was Sarah, if you're coming home and, and you're alone, then you get ready with you put your smile ups. And in our world, alone is another way of really the, the word should be pronounced all one. And again, I'm just using what Jan said about being able to create with words, the atmosphere and the understanding of who we are as 
alone is really all one. We are together as human beings. I, I got to tell you, on a very personal level, <laughs> I can't even say the words because I'm laughing too much. I <laughs> love you three and the 263,917 people listening. But these three people, I am just ooh, oozing with love. Now, on that note, everybody stay tuned. Stay in the edge of your seat. We're going to come right back. We have a very short commercial break. We're going to do it right now. We'll be right back. And don't don't go away because we're going to finish here. Not finish. We're going to go right into a crescendo of laughter when we come back. Stay tuned. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Now, how do I know you're good-looking? Because you're always looking for the good. Are you living in joy? Are you fully fulfilled at work? Do you ever get upset by traffic? Well, if you're living the great life, great. If not, I can show you in six minutes a day how to live in joy daily. Just go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com. Six minutes a day, download the 11 strategies and you will learn how to live in joy daily. And it's free or your money back. Absolutely free or your money back. Go to barryshore.com. WWW first stands for what a wonderful world. Best wishes. Bye now. beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance. Now, the word good is very interesting because it has two O's. If you take the second O, make a little snip in it, and now elongate it, you have the letter L. So you turned good into gold because that's what happens when you really live the good life. And if you really live the good life well, then you will be filled with laughter. We're welcoming back, of course, <laughs> wonderful Jan and Rachel and Sarah. Listen to them. They are just filling the airwaves with that magnificent power of you know it's it feels so good like when you really laugh deeply people say stop stop it hurts but it's a hurt that is so so empowering uh let's take us through if you would any one of you uh from the word giggle to the word laugh to the word belly laugh is there tell us what you see when you see those gradations all right i'm gonna do this one giggle is people are still maybe a little tentative or they might be shy i've got people who are introverts who laugh with me and they eventually let it go but at the beginning they're a little more hesitant and so a giggle is a smaller version of a big laugh oh that's good (laughs) so maybe we could just all try if i just say everybody get the giggles everybody just try to giggle and hear what it sounds like to you (laughs) (laughs) 
laugh. And as it grows bigger and bigger, and I believe also that your mouth opens and your lungs open and your body opens a little as you let in the laughter, and then it goes out as bigger laughter. And so now let's just try a bigger laugh. <laughs> Eventually, as you yes. allow that laughter to become a full-bodied laughter, mm. it moves into your belly, and you can't help but engage your core, your belly, your arms even as they might reach up to the sky, your neck might bend backwards as you face the sky. And it becomes a full-on belly laugh. So maybe we can try again. Starting with a little giggle, moving into laughter, and go for it. Ready? That is so sweet. Now, by the way, wonderful Sarah, in addition to being you and your photography and your ability to write and and being a a laughter professional and such, tell us about the coloring books that you have created. And I presume and hope that they are coloring books for all ages. They are indeed coloring books for all ages. They were born the day that I was waiting for someone outside of Barnes and Noble's Department of Adult Coloring Books some years ago. And when you say say adult coloring books, you don't mean the kind that you're not allowed to go to see on um, those um, sites. What are they called? No, I'm not. However, they did make an adult version of the four-letter words, you know, the the not-so-happy words. So I made a family-friendly version of four-letter words that has words like glee and calm and glad. Love and life and live. Exactly. But it started because I saw these books and they were advertised as color me happy, color me calm. And the fact is that coloring was done, it was uh, prescribed by Dr. Carl Jung. He was the founder of analytical psychology and he would prescribe coloring to his patients. Eric Fromm? No, Carl Jung. Oh, Carl Jung. I'm sorry. I thought you said Carl okay. Jung. Yes, he everybody. Would, he would Carl, recommend. Carl Jung, who was, was not Jung, he was a Jung. Right, but yes. Yeah, Jung, <laughs> Jung. J U N G. He would recommend coloring to his patients suffering from anxiety because it helps them feel grounded and get centered and, and the focus on what color should I color and staying in the lines, or even if they wanted to color outside the lines and be creative, but the, the act of coloring was soothing to them. And so I looked at these coloring books and they were beautiful. They had pictures of trees and flowers. But as a laughter yoga person, I thought, wait a minute, I don't see any message of happiness here. So I decided that I needed to create some coloring books that were all about laughter and finding positive things. So I created the first coloring book called Laughter Doodles. And then from that one, I made another one. Well, there are four coloring books in the series. And the first one is Laughter Doodles, a coloring book to uh, make you happier. The second one is Laughter Doodles, a coloring book to inspire you. And then we have the ABCs of laughter, which is a big letter on every page. And then 
the, you know, why should you put laughter into your life through the ABCs? And then, as I said, the fourth one is called um, the family-friendly four-letter words. And then I also made a laughter planner. And um, they're just super fun, and any age can do them. I've had seniors do them. I've had families do them together. I've had adults buy them for themselves and then had their grandkids take them when they weren't looking. So (laughs) coloring coloring can be enjoyed by anyone, and it's a great way to relax at the end of a day or carry with you on a travel journey or just um, I keep the laughter quotes one, um, and the, the one called laughter Doodles, a coloring book to inspire you. That's got laughter quotes on every page, and it's pocket size. And every time I want a laughter quote, I keep that handy. And again, I urge everybody understand. Go to barryshore.com. B a r r y s h o r e. Barryshore.com. You don't want to miss a moment of this. You want to hear it again. You want to feel it. You want to share it with other people. Uh, and you go there. You'll find all the information of how to contact Jan and Rachel and Sarah and the books and what laughter yoga is about and all these other things. We only have a minute and a half left. I want to do a big group hug, the four of us, if you will, but we're going to include 263,917 people. So on the count of three, are you ready, kids? Ready? We're ready. ready. Two, three. Huge thank you to Jan and to Rachel and to Sarah for making the time to be with us. Thank you. Remember, everybody, www, what a wonderful word, world. Wow. Words of wisdom and smile, seeing miracles in life every day, create, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And F you, everybody, F you, capital M, capital N. And thank you to Harmonize and Network Kindness. Be well, do well, and our prayer to you, go forth, live the blessing, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. With a big laugh, here we go. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Okay, bye. Thanks, Barry. We bye. Thanks a lot. Love you much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.